It's the Hunter and Parker We're Not Done Yet podcast. Today, the day we're recording this is September 9th. And uh, before we get into everything else, we want to take a phone call from our good friend, Melissa Bell. She owns Melissa Bell's. Runs Melissa Bell's Rescue. So you tell me certain words I have to say. Oh, okay. Can you own a nonprofit? I guess you could. Well, she does own it. It's her name. Okay. How does she not own something if it's in her name? Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hey, Melissa. It's Hunter and Parker. How are you? I'm very good. How are you guys been? Long time no talk. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So um, we're just recording this right now. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's going on with the Melissa Bell's Rescue. Well, so, um, you know, in the last, I'd say, year or two, um, we've grown, not substantially, but, you know, everything in time. And I just kind of wanted to, you know, reach, I guess, a broader audience to kind of let people know what exactly our mission is. There's a little bit of confusion. Are we intake? Do we have a shelter? Um, you know, what, what exactly do we do? And our primary focus in our community, which is primarily Marion County, is the uh, spay and neuter vaccination and care of community cats, whether mm-hmm. they be friendly, feral, stray. Um, we're working on several large colonies right now. And um, our intake is limited, but we do try to help on a case-by-case basis. Occasionally, we'll take a pregnant mother or we'll take a litter of kittens, but we're, it's foster-based. So we get a lot of outreach from people that we just can't help. And there's some frustration in the community, but we want everyone to understand mm. that the more stay and near that we do, the less intake we have to do, the less unwanted kittens, the less, you know, the less homeless cats sure. and kittens. So that's, that's kind of where I want to put that, that networking into our community. And we, we pay for that. Oh. It's, it's absolutely no cost to our community. We can subsidize the cost of surgery for owned cats for families, but TNR we pay for in full. We do fundraising, but a lot of that comes out of our funding. Oh, wow. So what yeah. can, how can you benefit directly? Like what, like the thing that would help you immediately? The thing that would help, the, like the organization immediately, yeah, um, fundraising. fundraising, absolutely fundraising. Yes, ma'am. Because, like I said, we 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 do pay for that. We we have money that we use for that specifically. Mm-hmm. But the more money we raise, the more cats that we can that we can spay and neuter. Ultimately, we don't uh-huh. we don't we don't want that cost to go on to the folks in the community because there's a disparity. There's 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 people that love these animals mm-hmm. and they feed them, but they. They don't have the money to fix them. Yeah. And unfortunately, there aren't many, many free programs in Marion County at all. There's one that is no cost, and that's at Marion County Animal Services. Okay. Well, yeah. We're trying to do what we can to, to, to help you so that you can help others. Now, I, I, I like you guys on Facebook, mm-hmm. Melissa Bell's Rescue. I mean, you're just uh, nonstop just doing everything you can with little kitties. How, what's the easiest that. way that people can help you and if they do want to donate? If they want to donate, well, they can do a few different things. Um, if someone's having a birthday, um, we're a not-for-profit. We're a 501c3. Oh. So they can do a birthday fundraiser, and they can choose our organization. That money comes to us through um, a network that sends us the money in between 45 and 75 days. Um, so aside from the birthday fundraiser, they can go to our website. There's a donation button there. We accept PayPal as well. Um, what else? We don't currently have a donate button on our Facebook page, but we are working on that. Okay. Um, so there, there's, there's several different ways. If a business wants to start a fundraiser or collect supplies or something like that, we, we encourage everyone to, you know, to chip in. It, it takes a village, and, and that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to do is, is create that village. When you get a kitten or you know, maybe even a litter of kittens that need extra special care, how much sleep do you get at night? 
Well, I've I've kind of moved away from that. Uh, several years back, you know, I would take bottle feeders and things like that, but m- my schedule, my timing was different. I had more free time to care for small small kittens that didn't have mothers. Um, I've had to move away from that a little bit, uh-huh. and that's why, again, why I want to focus on the spay and neuter because then we reduce you know, any opportunity for those cases to arrive. And everybody can get a full night's sleep. (laughs) Every, everybody. (laughs) So yeah, I I try to, I try to stay with, um, you know, the niche that I have found that, that is my passion. And that's, that's spay and neuter. That's TNR ultimately. So I love all cats. I love everything about rescue, but you can't spread yourself too thin, you know, so I need to focus on, on one thing. Yeah. 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 And, and for anyone who doesn't remember uh, what happened, uh, you know, Melissa Bell's rescue came, I guess, uh, you know, um, how gosh, do I want to phrase this? I don't know how long ago it was, but it was Sister Hazel, Yeah, right? the Sister Hazel tour bus had a bunch it, of, uh, had a litter of kittens on it, and you rescued, you helped them, actually. We did, we did. It was, it was, uh, it was good timing. It was perfect timing, actually. I, I had a part-time job. The rescue was you know, slowly starting to pick up, and I, I it was a perfect opportunity for them and for us to be able to help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. were just in the right place at the right time. Uh, you heard ab- a bunch of kittens crying, uh, and you absolutely. jumped into action. Absolutely, and uh, you know, I appreciate you guys being there to support us through that. And um, thank you for for adopting Snickers as well. I'm glad. I know that mm-hmm. she's happy, and I'm glad she's doing well. <laughs> Do you think Hunter adopted yeah. Snickers? Full disclosure is one of Melissa's <laughs> cats ended up. Adopting us. I live here now. She really does. And she rolls a roost. And her and Benny are best (laughs) friends. And Um, I appreciate you, Melissa, because I've never been a cat owner in my life, let alone uh, have a cat own me. So I've called her, you know, I've asked you questions like, what do I do now? Yeah, yeah. You got you got suckered in by Snickers. I did get suckered by Snickers. Oh man! Well, thank you. Snickers yeah. says hi. Hi, and- Snickers, and I appreciate you guys so much for for giving us me our organization the opportunity to to reach out to the community. You've it's been a you guys have provided a wonderful platform for that. Oh. Thank you so much. That's well, cool. The, That's thank cool. you. You've done so much for the community. You are a godsend, and however yeah. we can help you, help others, help the kitties, mm-hmm. everybody wins. So thank you. No, I appreciate you guys. Thank you as well. I don't know how she does it. I mean, I really don't know how that woman does it. <laughs> She's very talented, very busy. And actually, while we're on the su- subject of cats, <gasps> I got to go feed Luna. Yes. <laughs> yes. Really? I do. <laughs> I got this podcast. You go take care of her. No, it's okay because I have the... Uh... Automatic my, feeder. My oh, let me see how you feeder. do that. So, so it's on your phone. Satisfaction survey. Rate us. I'm rating you unsatisfied, actually. Why? Okay, so... If you rate them now unsatisfied, don't do it because then the thing won't work. Crap. I already just rated them unsatisfied. So do you want to see how it it's works? It's like complaining about your food to your waiter. Before I get it. <laughs> I know. So how it works is I've got it set up three different times, 3.45 in the morning, 11.55 a.m., which is weird because they don't do 12 p.m. What and do they do? I just For whatever reason, they just skip from 11 a.m. to right to 1 p.m. <laughs> this Chinese company does not know that 12 p.m. exists. So oh, I've, my gosh. I've got to feed her at 11.55 a.m. and then again at 7 p.m. 
And I, <laughs> my biggest issues so far is that it doesn't feed the full amount. Oh. So it goes by what it's called parts. And I can feed her one part. I can feed her two parts, three parts, so on and so forth. Okay. One part, I think, is about an eighth of a cup. Okay. Which is what I need to feed yeah. her three times a day. But it doesn't always dispense a full eighth of a cup. It will sometimes just dispense a few pieces. Did this really come from China but or yeah, someplace? Oh yeah. Yes. yes Overseas. It did. But let wow. me, while we're talking about it, let me just. Oh, it makes a little noise sometimes. You need to have a camera in your apartment so you can see if it yeah. does so, it or not. So I just hit the feed button, but I don't know if it dispense the proper amount so we'll find out when i get well, what happened at 11:55? i didn't have it set oh i'm so confused <laughs> i don't after i explain it it just seems like why it's don't a, you just always have it set and then you never have to worry well because sometimes i like to feed her by hand because it's a little bit of a bonding you moment for us feed your cat by hand well by hand meaning by cup like i give her a little scoop of a Eighth of a cup. Okay. I did not actual a oh, handful okay. of cat food. No. I was like, do you also wipe her mouth with a napkin? <laughs> Jeez. No. But she's weird in the sense where she won't start eating until I give her a couple of pets. Oh, so, well, that's cute. Right now, I fed her remotely. I don't know if she's eating or not. I just hope <laughs> she is. Oh, my gosh. You said something about cats. And yeah, just... everything I had ready for this is just forget it. Because this is so lackluster compared to how you feed your cat. There's so a lot that goes into it. I'm sorry. I mean, okay, so Steve started this thing with Benny where we have Kongs. Kong is a, a brand of uh, toy, really. And... Um, you can put food or treats in it, and they have to try to get it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's... somehow Benny thinks that's how he gets dinner now, and he won't eat it out of the bowl. And Steve's really? like, you didn't feed Benny last night. And I go, yes, I did. There's food in the bowl. But and he's he like, oh, no, you have bowl. to put it in the Kong. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Wow. No. Wow. Uh-huh. Why not? Why Is it difficult to put it in the Kong? No. Well, I'm just saying, hey, your food's there. Eat it when you're hungry. Well, I don't know if you... And I don't know if we talked about this in the mm. now, this is a in couple, another podcast or on the actual show, but this was a couple weeks ago. It was statistically cats or no dogs would prefer to work for their food mm-hmm. versus cats would rather just get free fed. Get yeah. their well not free fed, but get their food just handed to them in a yeah. bowl. Versus if probably and that's what the Kong is supposed to okay. do, although there really is no challenge to the particular Kong we have. Um, but but ben, Benny uses it more. Does Snickers have anything like that? No, she has a bowl and she eats it. She just eats right out of the bowl. Mm-hmm. See, Luna does, too. If I were to throw her a food puzzle, she would not even play with it. Just go right to her bowl <laughs> thinking, where's my food? <laughs> You dumb meat sack. <laughs> so we have this cat toy. It's a circle with the mouse in it, and they have to try to get the mouse as it spins around. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's like it's yeah. like a battery powered thing. No, actually, it's just you put as they try to get it, the mouse kind of oh, okay. gets away. Um, yeah, Benny likes it more than Snickers does. <laughs> like a lot more. Like we have to take it away. <laughs> and there's Snickers eating Benny's food out of his bowl. <laughs> That's exactly- what she does well if you're not gonna eat this i will (laughs) 
What was this thing that you had to actually show me or tell it's me? It's really boring. Okay. A study at the University of Helsinki identified seven distinct behavioral traits in domestic cats. The point was to get a baseline of what normal cat behavior looks like. <laughs> what is normal? Then they'll use it in future studies to gain insight into why cats do the well, things they do, which is really funny because I don't think we will ever know why cats do what they do. No. My and gosh. what is normal? If I could have cat. one superpower, I wish I could talk to animals. I would love to actually talk to my cat. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know. Because they've uh, seen things that... <laughs> Wait, so hold on. What are these? This actually is pretty interesting. What are these seven different... So the first one is activity or playfulness, like playing with a toy or tracking birds out the window. So how is Luna's level of activity or playfulness, I guess? Um, I don't know. I mean, on a scale of one to ten, I would say a solid four or five. Yeah, hmm. probably somewhere in the middle. Cause She's pretty playful, I thought. She likes to... You have lots of toys. And she likes to only play with a certain amount of them. And when mm -hmm. she's ready to play, I mean, she'll she'll let you know. But then there are other times where she just wants to go outside and then just chill. Yeah. And just watch. How about fearfulness? Like when they get spooked or hide under the bed. Oh, she's horrified of everything. Really? Every, the main thing is the vacuum. Wow. And if there's a gigantic boom of thunder, yeah. then she'll go running. Mm -hmm. Um if I if I drop something on the floor and it makes a loud noise, she instantly boom under the bed. So she's hmm. pretty. She's a scaredy cat. Okay, aggression toward humans. She loves people no matter what. No, she's just adorable. Zero. Uh, does she bite you for no reason? She bites me just because she wants to play. Oh, okay. It's not, and it's not a hard bite. No. The Snickers okay. do that. Snickers bites. I don't think it, it is basically for no reason, but it's not a hard bite. Like, so you'll just be sitting on the couch and she'll just come up and bite you? Um, she'll be sitting there. Like, if I scratch her the wrong way, I guess. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but, I don't like that. Oh, we'll be sitting there just once in a blue moon. She doesn't do it a lot, but we'll, like, move our foot and she'll grab it. <laughs> <laughs> so Luna does that when I go to get in the shower. You know how you step in one mm -hmm. foot, step in the other? Yeah. The second foot that I'm... She's trying to save you from going in the yeah. shower. <laughs> No human, don't go in there. No! Um, friendliness towards humans, like purring or wanting you to pet them. Yeah, 100%. she's really super friendly. 100%. Oh, I mean, as soon as you walk in, she, I mean, you could just be, she, you don't oh, even yeah. know who she is. I mean, complete stranger, but as if you're walking in and you look nice, she'll come up to you. What if you don't look nice? She'll probably still come up to you. Socializing with other cats. Uh, no. I'm afraid because if I do end up moving in with somebody else who has another cat or another animal, it's going to be difficult. I have no idea. Uh -oh. She was around a little black kitten, and she's an all-black cat herself. And I was like, oh, well, maybe you would think that this is your child. Mm -hmm. She was horrified of this kitten. Oh, no. <laughs> Any litter box issues, like peeing outside their box or not burying it well enough? So two things on that. She was really good with her litter box. I mean, mm -hmm. instantly, right away, she knew what to do with that. But there are some times where she does not completely bury your poop. And I've heard that cats who don't bury their waste, it is a sign that they're very comfortable within their territory. <laughs> Look at what I left behind. <laughs> 
She's very proud of it. I own this house, so my poop is everywhere. What about excessive grooming, which could be a sign of stress? Why? See, I, I guess I don't know what's excessive and what's not either. because she's just always licking herself. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another thing for those, uh, for all the dog lovers out there who had to sit through this whole cat scenario. Sorry. <laughs> right Sorry. or left pawed dogs. How to tell whether your dog is left, left-handed left or right-handed. Oh, I and guess. And it's really, so for humans, it's about 90-10. 90% of humans are right-handed, 10% are left-handed. Okay. For dogs, it's almost 50-50. Huh. Yeah, how, I guess, how are you able to tell, like, a shake and whatever paw he holds up yes, first? Yes, that is one of them. Huh. When they shake, which paw do they normally extend? And Benny's right-handed. Okay. So Benny shakes his right hand. Also, watch... When they go to take their first step, what do they what do they step with first? Usually, a right paw or a left paw? And Benny usually going right paw first. Mm-hmm. And then they also said, hide a treat in your hand, and which paw do they extend to point to which hand you had the treat in? Mm-hmm. That means I'm right-handed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? They're pointing to my left or right? No, it's using their left or right. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Benny's more trained and smarter than I am. I was going to say, that's what it seems like. Luna usually just paws at me using her right hand. You know how, like, the Snickers ever paw at you like she wants something? Yep. Usually it's with the right paw, so that's how we know that know. she's right I guess handed. I never paid attention to Snickers. But i got to pay attention. She also meows really loudly. She talks. She's a talker. Benny doesn't talk as much. Snickers will hold a conversation. So if you're, say, it's a completely silent house... And after five minutes or so, will Snickers just out of nowhere meow? Yeah. Just make a sound? And usually she's in another room. Okay. Yeah. It's funny because Snickers is an outdoor cat, but she does come in every once in a while. And, you know, she has almost full reign of the house. Almost. Um, <laughs> What's the part that she's not allowed in? My closet. Why? I don't know. She'll bury herself in the back corner of my closet. I don't know what she's doing back there. That's exactly the... But that's her happy spot, though. Not anymore. What are you talking about? But, but No, she, her happy spot is uh, we have a perch, if you will. It's called a cat napper, which is really oh. sad. And we got it for Benny, but she likes it. Of course. It's at the window, so they can look out the window. And so it's kind of funny how... She'll push Benny out so that she can sit down in it. I love how in your ho- household, your dog is your cat and your cat is your dog. Pretty, pretty much. 